This is AutoLine Daily, reporting on the global automotive industry. Harley-Davidson rode the baby boomer wave for a couple of decades, but that boom is over and the iconic motorcycle maker is floundering. So now it sees its future in markets overseas and not just for sales. Bloomberg reports that Harley is teaming up with Zhejiang Quanqing Motorcycle Company in China to develop new models that will be sold in Asia under the Harley brand. This could infuriate Harley fans who often get Harley-Davidson tattoos, but this protects the company from import tariffs in China and in other markets. UAW negotiators are gearing up for labor contracts with GM, Ford, and FCA this summer, but the Detroit News says those negotiations could be overshadowed by further revelations of union corruption. It says federal prosecutors could be close to revealing additional union officials who will be charged as part of its ongoing investigation into FCA and its dealings with the union. You know, we keep getting surprised about how many startups are jumping into the autonomous car race. And now we have a new one to add to the list. Have you ever heard of one called Gaddick? Well, neither did we. Gaddick is a Silicon Valley startup using Ford Transit Connects, and it's working with Walmart to autonomously move packages from warehouse to warehouse. Since the AVs will drive on fixed routes, they're much easier to develop than, say, autonomous taxis. Analysts say the business case for delivering packages with AVs could become a trillion-dollar business globally. You know, we normally don't report on every single AV startup, but when it's teamed up with one of the largest retailers in the world, then it's worth paying attention to. From the company that revealed the secrets of the Tesla Model 3, Monroe & Associates will host an electric vehicle conference on Friday, June 21st, at its headquarters in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Monroe will provide a deep dive into the motors, the batteries, and electronics of the Tesla Model 3, the BMW i3, the Chevrolet Bolt, and Jaguar I-Pace. You can purchase tickets at Eventbrite or at LeanDesign.com. And you better hurry because only 100 spots are available. BMW is rounding out its 8 Series lineup with the introduction of the 8 Series Grand Coupe, which will replace the discontinued 6 Series Grand Coupe. The new one is a four-door that's 9 inches longer, 1.2 inches wider, and 2.2 inches taller than the two-door coupe and convertible. Pretty much everything from the A-pillar back is brand new on this vehicle. A glass roof that extends from the windshield to the rear window is unique or Customers can order an optional carbon fiber roof. There's also a lot more space inside the car, and a larger console extends into the rear seating area. Power comes from either a turbocharged inline-six that makes 335 horsepower, or you can get a twin-turbo V8 with 523 horsepower. Both of them are mated to an 8-speed automatic, and they have the option for all-wheel drive. Starting prices for the 8 Series Grand Coupe range from about $86,000 up to nearly $110,000.
We also have more details on the Kia Seltos. The new compact CUV features a large, blocky version of the automaker's Tiger Nose Grille. And while the shape of the vehicle is pretty traditional, some of the details are more radical, especially the busy design of the front and rear lighting. Depending on the market, customers can choose from two gasoline and one diesel engine, as well as DCT, CVT, and six-speed automatic transmissions. The Seltos will be made in both India and Korea, and sales will start quite soon. Jaguar Land Rover is struggling from a profit standpoint. One of the reasons is that it invested heavily in an all-new diesel engine just as diesel sales collapsed. And now it's got to invest heavily in electric vehicles. And to cut costs, it's partnering with BMW. Both automakers are already selling EVs, but they need much more manufacturing scale to cut costs. They're going to jointly develop a new electric drive unit, or EDU, and each company will manufacture its own EDU, then tune it for its own driving characteristics. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by DuPont, transforming industries and improving lives through material science. Three years ago, Hyundai was losing market share in the American market because it missed the shift to crossovers and SUVs. It only had three CUVs in its lineup. But before this year is over, it'll have seven. And maybe the most important of them is the all-new Palisade, a three-row, full-size CUV. It gets Hyundai into a segment where it really hasn't competed before. Even though Hyundai had shoehorned a third row into the Santa Fe and called it the Santa Fe XL, it wasn't competitive. But the Palisade sure is. It goes right up against competitors such as the Ford Explorer, Honda Pilot, and Toyota Highlander. Hyundai really needs this vehicle. Its profits have been slumping for the last three years, and the Palisade is entering one of the most profitable segments in the industry. And later today on AutoLine After Hours, we'll take you on a deep dive into the Palisade. Gary Vasilash and I were just at the media launch for the vehicle, and we interviewed the head of styling, the head of product planning, and the chief operating officer of Hyundai Motor America to get the full story of what the Palisade is all about. We also have a couple of colleagues coming on the show to give us their impressions. Nick Miles, who's known for his broadcast work with Fox Sports, amongst other outlets, and Roman Micah from the Fast Lane Car. So join us at 3 p.m. Eastern Time at our website or our YouTube channel to learn how and why Hyundai developed the Palisade. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for joining us.